This is Joe Burns. And Beth West. Hey, thank you for listening to the Rock School Radio Podcast. We think you'll learn something. Now remember, if you want to hear the show with all the music in place, go to kslu.org and stream the show live. Thursdays at 5 and Sundays at 4. It's a new show every week. Now enjoy this week's Rock School Radio Show. Portions of the day's programming are reproduced by means of electrical transcriptions or tape recordings. It's time for school. Rock School. With your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. Muddy water turned to wine. And Beth West. As of now, no meteors. Class is in. It's the Rock School Radio Show. My name is Joe Burns, a professor here on the campus, Southeastern Louisiana University. I believe I have a librarian sitting to my immediate left. It's you. you What's your name there, kiddo? Beth West. Now, Beth, we're recording this show, I think, what, three weeks in advance? Is it something Uh, like that? Two weeks in advance? I am trying not to pay attention to the beginning of school. Is that it? Yeah, I have not yet. Until it turns August 1st, I pretend it doesn't exist. Yeah, I do too. Here's the problem with recording shows extremely early, though. Between now... Now and when the show airs, something very terrible could happen, like a gargantuan meteorite could hit the Earth. Right, and right. then it's, it seems as if we don't even mention right. it. Right. So, you know, why yeah. aren't the rock school people mentioning that Mars has invaded the United States? Right, they would, they might have wanted to say something about that. You would think so, that yeah, they would so play just so you know, you know, Space Oddity by Bowie or something. As of now... No meteors. Right. But we're safe now. Right. But between now and when this show airs, something really awful would happen. So in case something awful happened, we're just going to generically say, God, that was terrible, wasn't it? Wasn't it awful? I feel so bad for it all really those really does. People. And, and Or if something great happened, that was great, wasn't it? That was it? great. And I feel wow. really wonderful for all wow, those people. Fantastic. Now, here's what we're going to talk about. You have heard about the Beatles. Obviously, Liverpool is where they're from. Right. And if you're a Beatles pilgrim, you go to Liverpool. I have gone to Liverpool. I have, I have not been there. yet gone to Liverpool, it's but it's wonderful. on my list. It is, it is wonderful. on my list. It really is. And everything, it, it has everything from the, God, we hate the fact that the Beatles are from here. Really? All the way to, you know, have a John Lennon burger, you know, or, yeah, or have a little sure. John Lennon burger, you know, that kind of thing. The Star Club, however, is where the Beatles cut their teeth in Hamburg, Germany. Okay, I knew okay. they went to Hamburg. I did not know it was called the Star Club. Now, there's multiple clubs they played, but the big one was the Star Club. Okay. So, what is the Star Club? Where did it come from? What's its story? What's the background? So, for an hour, I thought I'd give you some information so you can impress your friends and neighbors and family and all of that about the Star Club in Germany. Early Beatles instant expert. You got it. It was started by a guy named Manfred Westlader. It was opened on April 13, 1962. Another guy named Horst Fascher was involved to a point, but really more as a bodyguard and a bouncer than anything else. Okay. It was Weisleiter that opened the club and really put the money into that. Okay. It opens up April 13, 1962. The first show on that night is the Rock and Twist Parade. Okay, it's in Germany. They didn't quite have the lingo down yet. Well, yeah, 
Yeah, and then they were translating. That's, sure. that's pretty good. It's Go not on. bad. That's pretty good. That's right. Rock and twist. All right. The very first to play is Rex Roberg and the graduates, Roy Young, and these guys, The Bachelors. Have you heard of any of no. them? No. No? Okay. The Bachelors I had heard of, and ta-da, believe it or not, on my iPod, I have a song by The really? Bachelors. I kid you not. It's called Diane, and it sounds like this. It's all the Star Club today on Rock School. Smile for me. My Diane. I'm in heaven when I see you smile. See you smile. Out of the Bachelors, that's Diane. They played the first night when the Star Club in Hamburg, Germany, was well, it's going to be the home to the Beatles. In fact, John Lennon stated, I may have been born in Liverpool, but I grew up in Hamburg, Germany. All right, let's get the Beatles to it. Let's get them to the Star Club. The Beatles members, John Lennon, Paul McCartney, George Harrison, now some other names. Stuart Sutcliffe and Pete Best. Pete Best. Right. Regularly performed at different clubs in Hamburg, West Germany, during a period from August 1960 to December 1962. It was the Star Club, however, that they were really sort of associated with. Mm -hmm. The Beatles' booking agent was a guy named Alan Williams at the time. He decided to send the group, the Beatles, to Hamburg when he had success with another group that he managed. A group called Derry and the Seniors proved successful there. Ever heard of them? No, but I was just about to ask, why Hamburg? I mean, it seems kind of random just... It actually, it actually isn't. In the 60s, that little section of Hamburg, Germany, where the Star mm-hmm. Club was and when the where the Indra Club was and where the Top Ten Club was, those are the other places they played. How do you put this politely on the radio? It was where all the... Red light districts were okay. It was, and, it, and as we all know, that's where good music gets played. Yeah, it's it true. Was. It's I, really true. You're correct. I mean, jazz was created through the brothels in Storyville, New Orleans. You got it. Yeah, and it was it was the gambling houses. Mm-hmm. It was the seedy part of town, and they needed music to play constantly. This wasn't one of these places, and, and the Beatles will, will be the first to tell you that when, when they played, they didn't sort of do, okay, three sets, thank you, boys, you're done. They went from right. 8 o'clock till 4 o'clock I've in the morning. And right. So they got a lot of practice. Practice, <laughs> and they were also introduced to speed and fetamines. And well, I would have to guess because playing music is exhausting, and to have to do it even at a very young age for that. Sure. And Long? It, you know, and six nights a week, and with very few breaks. And from what uh, from what the stories are, and what the stories, uh, the way the stories go, the waitresses would simply walk around and would on trays hand pills up to the band. Sort really? of, you know, you guys are slowing down. Here yeah, you go, pep it up a little, right? The uh, the the people who are out here, you know, I'm sorry you're tired, but they are interested in hearing some more music. So they were introduced to a lot of stuff. 
And that's why we have DJs in Red Lice Districts these days. I, I guess so. Uh, furthermore, one of the times they had to leave Germany, in fact, I believe it was the first time, was because George Harrison was too young. Really? Kicked him out. They kicked him right. right. Germany. Germany. He was Even too in young the red light for districts. Germany. Sure. Well, Usually that, they're a bit more permissive. You with, think? You know. Well, there's that old statement, you know, why is, there, why is there not rampant cheating in Las Vegas? There's too much money to be made legally. Why yeah. do it? Why do it? Sure. Yeah. If you follow the rules, you make so much money. Mm-hmm. So, you know, staying legal keeps you in business. So, True that. The Beatles, we have a lot more here to talk about, but the Beatles were actually captured live at the Star Club. You can buy a double CD set called Live at the Star Club in Hamburg, and I've grabbed a few off it. From what I understand and from what I've read, the Beatles were not happy that this got released because, oh, really? well, it's not polished. It's not, right. It's not right. the Beatles as we know it. it. It's, a, it's a bar band, basically. So here's one from that, and I've got a few more. Here's one from that called Your Feet's Too Big, and you'll hear it's I can't not wait to quite hear it. the Beatles I can't wait to yet. Hear it. Sounds like this on Rock School. Feet's too big. Continuing on with the Beatles in the Star Club, because that's really the big story of the Star Club. I have much more information, but well, the Beatles at the Star Club is the big the story. If the Beatles kind of made themselves at your club, you're, you you're going ha- to be hard-pressed to find a bigger story than that, agreed, no matter what. Agreed. The fact that the Beatles went through their booking agent, Alan Williams, to the Hamburg Club is the reason Pete Best became the drummer for the band, Now, the Beatles had no permanent drummer at the time. And I'm not sure, but I think they were also called the Silver Beatles at this time. But they had no permanent drummer. Best was playing with a group called the Black Jacks, and he was actually very good. It was one Mm -hmm. of these when the Beatles played. They had sort of rotating drummers. And they went to him and said, hey, look, you know, you got a shot at coming to play with us. We have a regular gig, and we're going to guarantee you 15 pounds per week. 15 pounds per week. Now, I'm remember, trying to do is, the math in my head well, of what 62. that would be. It's 1962. Right. And so, you know, plus, you know, it's it's rock star type stuff. Well, yeah, it is. You, you know, get to play music professionally. as a, He's a young person. Yeah. What are you going to do? Okay, I, I don't make any money for a year. I come back out. He was, from, my, from what I also understand, Pete Best was really a studious. So he had his brains to fall back on as well because mm. you didn't, you know, the Beatles weren't the Beatles back then. You know, yeah. Right. They were a band. He did and, not realize they were going to become. Sure. Nobody did. Nobody did. Okay. So they arrive in Hamburg for the first time in August of 1960, first playing the Indra Club, and they slept in the storeroom next to the bathroom, which was probably not so wonderful. Horst, if you remember, I told you a guy named Horst Fasher was sort of involved with the start of the club, right? but was more of a protector and a bouncer than anything else, than uh-huh. a money guy. Okay. He 
was there to basically keep them out of trouble because Lenin didn't make it easy on them when people would yell things from oh, the good. stage. I'm glad that he didn't make it easy on them. This oh, Lenin would give the uh, Nazi salute and would take his two fingers and put them up as oh, a... Oh, like a Hitler mustache right. kind of thing? Yeah, that wasn't real well, smart. Yeah, this was less than 20 years after the end. Yeah. And there still might have been a little bit of... Um, <laughs> Yeah, they still might have been a little bit angry with the Germans for bombing the hell out of Britain. Yeah, not a good idea. Uh, They played a top 10 club as well, and this is where the group was returned to Liverpool. Lennon had his permit revoked due to arson charges. I tried to find more information on that, but could not. And Harrison was kicked out for being under the age of 18. Sutcliffe leaves the band at this point in time to go back to art school, and McCartney moves to base. Oh, so that's where we are right go. now. And that's I'm, where now, we are right now. I'm trying to go back to picturing they basically were indentured servants Ex- for this they club. Were. But, uh, all they were. Until, I mean, obviously they were working there like 24 hours a day. And But then you say they slept in the storeroom. What's where they could put them? Sure. Yes, I know. I just think they, they never left that building. Pretty much indentured servitude. Maybe to go out and get something to eat, but there was a cook there, and I'm sure they. Yeah, I'm sure they just. Yeah. Well, famous people, you know, famous people who who suffered always make the statement, you know, well, there's something great about suffering. Well, yeah, when it pays off. When it pays off, right? (laughs) Right. What's it like when it doesn't pay off? Yeah, let's watch the documentary Anvil and talk about suffering that maybe did not pay off. You got it. Here's more from the Beatles live at the Star Club in Hamburg. This is Bebopalula. You know this. Right here on Rockstar. Okay, first break here on Rock School. Just a touch early because these old songs are really small, which makes for having to talk a little bit They're longer. All under two minutes long. Sure, yeah, they don't go too much further than that. Since we're in the first break, let me sort of wrap up the Beatles. I have just a touch more on them, and then we'll talk about one of their first singles. In 62, as I said before, they came back to Liverpool after their 1960s gig, mm-hmm. and Stuart Sutcliffe leaves. In 62, the Beatles are booked back into the Star Club as the opening act. Upon arrival, they learn of Stuart Sutcliffe's death, and Pete Best is gone as well. At this time, he is. At this time, he's gone as well. The Beatles were introduced to uppers, as we said, and were able to basically play all night. The waitresses fed them pills as they started to fall Mm -hmm. over, which popped them right back up. How much were they paid? Well, blatantly, they lied to Pete Best. They were paid £2.50 each day, seven days a week. Their playing schedule was 8.30 to 9.30, 10 until 11, 11.30 to 12.30, and finished the evening playing from 1 until 2 o'clock in the morning. Whoa. Every day, seven days a week. Eight days a week, I think. Yeah, eight days a week. Oh, very good. Very clever. Thank you very much. You You get a ticket to ride. The uh, German customers found it funny because oftentimes they would mispronounce and sometimes in the newspaper misspell Beatles. So it looked like Peetles, which was uh, German for a small boy's 
yes. yes, there you go. So sometimes I think they that's found a that universal funny. translation. I guess so. So that's uh, even though they were sort of big in other places uh, in Germany, they were still the butt of a lot of jokes because they didn't quite get the crickets reference. It didn't translate that beat was B E A T. Right. They were just another band that was sort of pounding away on the stage while guys were purchasing yeah, getting ladies of the drunk evenings. and you doing yeah that that, that was the background thing. noise yep hello there uh, krfy sandpoint idaho thanks for running the radio show hello ksrq and Thief River Falls, Minnesota. 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 I want to yeah. say that one every time. Thief I love River Falls. Thief River Falls. I got to get in touch with the program director up there and find out why it's called Thief I'm River Falls. I'm see if I can figure it out on the internet. I, I highly doubt people were trying to steal large moving bodies of water. So I assume that means either thieves were around it. Maybe they hid in it. Oh, that's cool. With like on in old movies where they'd use a reed as a. Uh, straw and breathe through it. Oh, see, now all of a sudden I've got an entire John Wayne escapade in my yeah, head through that's the whole a, thing. I don't, I, now I kind of don't want to know the real reason. Let's just go with that. Sure, that, that's so much better. Guys in hats and the hat floating down yes, the river. Yes. He's been here, Jeb. <laughs> all right, we got to stop. Back in a minute on Rock School. Coming out of the break, the Beatles are still in Germany uh, playing at the uh, Top Ten Club. Not the Star Club, but the Top Ten Club. And they're with a guy named Tony Sheraton. If you are a Beatles fan and early Beatles fan, you know that their first single was not sort of just them all by themselves. It was My Bonnie along with Tony Sheraton. What did he? Was he a singer? He was I a singer, okay. right, and was also a guy that was popular through Germany, sort okay. of the David Hasselhoff of his day, of his day right? Yes. Without the red, without the red bathing suit, right? Uh, the song "My Bonnie" became a hit and brought the band to the attention of Brian Epstein. It was mm-hmm. also at this time in 62 that the Beatles had their first hit in the UK, Love Me Do. Now, I don't want to get into Love Me Do because I've also prepared a show on George Martin as a producer. And I have the whole story about how he was terribly unimpressed with the Beatles. Really? And was sort of like, well, okay, I'll take a swing at them. We'll just see what happens. He, they play a few songs for him. Eh, maybe, maybe not. They come back in, make a few changes, and Love Me Do, he looks at him and says, Gentlemen, you've just recorded your first number one hit. Nice. So, all right, I'm but, looking yeah. forward to that show too. At the same time, that all is happening. So, my Bonnie is really the first thing that gets the Beatles out to the people that really can do something with them. It's not just local clubbing. Mm-hmm. It's my Bonnie that gets them with Epstein. It's my Bonnie that gets them sort of engagements here or there. And if you've never heard it, my guess is you've never heard I it. I haven't heard right. it. Right. You gotta be a Beatles fan Fanatic, fan. Right. Really. To know yeah. my Bonnie up and down. Here it is, right here in Rock School. My 
Okay, since the songs are short, we need one more little one to get us to the bottom of the hour. Here's the thing. Once you have a a method that works, yeah. people start to go, oh, hey, let's do that. Let's yeah. do that. Well, the Star Club made the Beatles stars, right? Oh, so as, now. Right, as did the top 10, as in the Indra. Mm-hmm. But it was really the star that, that made people go, oh, hey, that's it. That's the one we want to do. So the people who were in charge of making people stars right. in the UK began to whom send as many send them all as could off out there. to indentured servitude camp in Germany. Exactly that. You know, you get three meals a day, kiddo, and and you know, making wallets for export. And that's about it. The other bands that immediately followed the Beatles uh, were uh, a couple more bands that were Brian Epstein puppies. Uh, the Searchers went along and also the Swingin' Blue Jeans. And blatantly it worked. Well, at least for the searchers. I had never heard the of the swing and blue, blue jeans. jeans. Have you ever heard of the swing and blue jeans? No, it no. sounds like, yeah, it sounds like something like a Russian who speaks hardly any English right. would name any American band. Either because, that or a, a place. Like from communist era Russia, like when they I, had no idea. I thought it would. I thought it sounded like a clothing store. He would start. Yeah, you know, the swinging blue jeans. We have blue jeans to go here. They are swinging. And I thought to myself, no way, I'm going to find a song by the swinging blue jeans. But guess what, ladies Did and germs? Did you have one? No, no, no. I had oh, to download this okay. one. That's a great thing about working for a radio station. <laughs> that we have like ten different download sites, and I went to like four of them, and they sort of returned. Oh yes, we have the Swing and Blue Jeans, and not only do we have one, we have multiple songs really? by the Swing and Blue Jeans. So I decided to grab one you might actually be able to sort of tap your foot along with. It's in her kiss. See, it's guys. So they can't sing It's In His Kiss, so they switched it to It's In Her Kiss. Well, that's not too bad of a stretch. Yeah, swing and a miss. Here it comes. Oh, no. It's a swing in blue jeans on Rock School. Does she love me? I want to know. How can I tell if she loves me so? Okay, bottom of the hour. Let's take a quick break from the Star Club. In fact, I've got one more little tiny bit of information about the Beatles, but in all honesty, it deals with a different artist. The Beatles are just sort of attached to it a little bit. We start to move into a different era here. Let's do 7 Days, 70 Seconds. Names once again. I'm Joe Burns. I'm Beth West. Let's do something that happened on these dates, August 5th, all the way through August 11th. Go back in history. I believe Beth has Monday go. August 5th, 1980, the Osmonds split up. Oh, Aww. no. Just as Jimmy was coming into his own. Aww. Drives me crazy. August 6th, 1987, the Beastie Boys sued the city of Jacksonville, Florida, for including the phrase, for mature audiences only, on their tickets and their ads. That all had to do with the PMRC at the time. At the time. Unfair. Really, though, 1987, a lot of the Beastie Boys stuff was for immature audiences. Exactly It was just fun. It was, yeah. August 7, 2000, the family of Jimi Hendrix won their court case and was able to evict the owners of JimiHendrix.com. And that was the actual word. Evict. When really? You, yeah, when you owned a website a domain, address, yeah. yeah, you you were evicted You're out evicted of it. From How about it? that? I like that. Well, I legal. like using that word for that. You had to use it under some existing law, so they right. evicted That's you. That's true. August eighth, two thousand, attorneys general in twenty eight states filed lawsuits that alleged record companies forced record stores to discount CD prices to compete with online sales. That, August 9th, nineteen seventy eight, Jimmy Carter becomes a super cool president when he held a picnic at 
the White House and hired Muddy Waters to perform. Why wasn't he elected for a second term based I on that alone? Because that is cool. Agreed. Muddy Water turned to wine. August 10th, 1985, Like Virgin by Madonna becomes the first album by a female artist to be certified five times platinum. And then wrapping it up, August 11th, 1968, the Beatles released their first singles on the Beatles-owned Apple Records. For you trivia fans, it was Hey Jude, backed with Revolution Number 1. Gotta say number one, because there's also that hideous Revolution Number 9. And here's a little piece of trivia getting us into it. If you remember, Little Richard was a rock star and then gave it all up to join the seminary in Huntsville, Alabama, and basically devote his life to the Lord. Yes. Do you remember that? Well, yes, I know about it. He was in an airplane and was a, I believe it was in the Philippines, and a horrible thunderstorm occurred and he said you know lord if you get me down i will devote my life to you you got it and the lord said okay and little richard held up his end of the bargain he was i mean well for a while yeah and i mean maybe that was enough maybe he got a sign later on that said that's good got it thank you appreciate it well little richard decided to go on a comeback tour in november of 1962 which started at the Star Club. Club? How about that? Uh, When he played at the Star Club, Billy Preston was the secondary keyboardist in his band. How good do you have to be to be the secondary keyboardist behind Little Richard? Right. That's that's a tough shoe to fill. That's right. Yeah. It's like, how do you be the rhythm guitarist for Frank Zappa? Oh, you have to be Steve Vai. Oh, right. okay. Oh, okay. Sure. Guess who opened up for him? You ready? Go ahead. Ready. Take a shot at it. Take a shot at it. Who do you think opened? Yes, it was. It was the Beatles that opened up for him. Slipping on a slide in his little Richard on Rock School. All right, back to talking about the Star Club in Hamburg, Germany, the one everybody knows because the Beatles played there. Remember me telling you that the Beatles were captured there back in the 60s called Live at the Star Club in Hamburg, and they weren't too happy about it? Right. Right. Well, a lot of other bands decided to put out uh, live albums from there. Two of them, the big two, one was Johnny and the Hurricanes. Now, do you know Johnny and the Hurricanes? I've heard of them, but... They were to be the next Beatles. They were all set to be, yes. They had lots of hits throughout the UK. If you look them up on the UK charts, Johnny and the Hurricanes, a slew of hits. And by a slew, I mean like 12. They were another Epstein band. And oh, well, yeah, then they were successful they sure in the were. UK. And yeah. recorded Beatles songs, too, as a oh, lot of okay. people did. Yeah. So they, they were trying to sort of coattail in and become mm-hmm. the next big thing. I don't know that they had many hits, if any, here in the United States. But, you know, if you're a Beatles fan, Johnny and the Hurricanes popped up. And they put out Johnny and the Hurricanes live at the Star Club in the early 60s and became really popular in Europe pretty much off of this. The one that most people would know or more people would know, was Live at the Star Club in Hamburg by Jerry Lee Lewis, April 1964. Oh, he made it all the way over there. He sure did. This time he did not bring his 13-year-old no, She would have uh, gotten kicked cousin. out. Just She'd have to sit outside with George Harrison. What an 
ugly story that is. Yeah. It's just not That's enough to just... hold an hour. That's the reason. It's it's part of a yeah. part of the thing. What's, That's a whole other thing. What's funny is I could actually put together an entire show on musicians who married their cousins. <gasps> believe it or not. Google I believe it. it. Google no, it. No, I believe it. Google it. Musicians who married, who their, married cousins. their cousins. Google it. You'd be amazed. It's, I think I would be amazed and horrified. It starts with uh, some classical musicians. Yeah. Kid you not. Rolling Stone reviewed the album and said it was a crime scene. At this point, oh my goodness. Jerry Lee Lewis slaughtered his rivals. Oh, no, they liked it. Yeah. They oh, liked it a lot. Oh, he was he was called a killer for a reason. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, he was something else. Here is from Live at the Star Club in Hamburg, Jerry Lee Lewis. It's Mean Woman Blues here on Oxford. Thank you. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. I'd like to say it's a pleasure, a great honor to be back at the fabulous, most beautiful, I mean really swinging, Star Club. All right. Oh, man, I've got so many little blips of information, and I'm not sure how to put it all together, so I'm just going to sort of blurp it out. I have no choice. I have no choice. Uh, We're in the second break here on Rock School, uh, following... And surviving the 1960 car crash that killed Eddie Cochran, Gene Vincent stayed and played a great deal in Europe and was a uh, a standout at the Star Club. Played the club most in 1964 and uh, also had a hit, if you remember, Race with the Devil, talking about uh, driving a car. Well, yeah, very yeah, personal. It was something else. An early version of Yes was a huge. Uh, group that really? played at the club. Oh yeah, it became a it became a big thing. And I'm going to hang on to these two other pieces of information because I'm going to come out with a neat little piece um, as soon as we do this. And then I have the information on how the uh, how the club went boom and is completely gone because if you go to Hamburg today and like well, let's go to the Star Club, all you're going to see is a little sort of stone thing that said at this point in time oh, really? or at this place is where the star, where club, the star stood. club was yeah because it no longer stands right, and i'll tell you all figure about out what happened to it klsu baton rouge thank you for running the radio show hello wbsd in burlington wisconsin yep back in a minute with a piece of neat information and the live version of it right here on rock school I told you coming out of the uh, break, I would have a little neat piece of information here. Yeah, I'm waiting. Here. It better be good. Jimi Hendrix plays the club in March of 1967. And, of course, a lot of people play the club right. because the Beatles this did. is where the Beatles yeah. were. Hendrix comes out, and his first two songs are Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band and Day Tripper. Oh, I want to hear this. Would you like to hear Day Tripper? I would. I, either one. I don't care. I want to hear them. Hendrix, Day Tripper on Rock School. I dig this little piece of neat information. Oh, by the way, that Jimi Hendrix song yeah. was not recorded at the Star Club. 
Oh, really? It was a BBC Sessions. I just oh, needed okay. Hendrix playing the song, playing so that's why song. I grabbed it. Because a real Hendrix fan would go, hey, man. That's, that's not the not Star Club right. version. Because Hendrix fans sound like that. They talk that's like That's exactly this. how they talk. That's right. Here's a neat little piece of information. A band named Earth supported another band named Junior's Eyes and did a seven-night stint at the Star Club in August of 1969. Okay, Neat okay. piece of information. Is let's, it? Let's move forward. After the gig, Earth changed its name to Black Sabbath. The keyboardist for Junior's Eyes would leave and join the group. Yes, his name was Rick Wakeman. Okay, now that's a trivia fan's I, just that dream. Is, that is a trivia, and I had no idea where that was going, because yeah. a band named Earth, I'm like, are they going to add Wind and Fire? No, like, no, That's no. where my brain was going, and then you pull out Black Sabbath. Sure. I'm like, oh, sure. that's yeah, not where why I- Why not put it together? That's not where I saw that going at all. On February 25th, 1967, a group named Cream made their German debut at the Star Club. They played one gig, left the club, and then topped the bill in England's Lincolnshire Festival with Hendrix and Floyd. Who's that? Cream. I'm just kidding. kidding. Of course, I'm just joking. Right here on Rock School. It's getting near dawn When lights close the tired eyes I'll soon be with you, my love It's the morning and just we Okay, last break here on Rock School. What happened to the Star Club? It had Bad a horrible things. demise, I'm it, guessing. It did. The club shuts its doors uh, on December 31st, 1969. Why? Well, clubs were on the way out. Arenas were on the way in. Bigger. It's, it's just X. that. Yeah. It's just exactly that. Uh, classic rock was was basically making its its move in. It's the era of arena rock. Exactly that. Yeah. The last act to play was a guy named Eddie Harden. Those who are a fan of Eddie Harden will know that he was uh, a piano player for the Spencer Davis group. So there you go. The building then became Salambo, which was a live sex act club. Well, back to its red light district days. There you go. The uh, building was then destroyed by fire in 1983. That's the John Lennon arson thing. It just, you know, they (laughs) charged him with it a little early. It's all wrapping up in a nice pink bow. It was flattened out by a shopping, uh, flattened out in a shopping center, now stands along with a large stone commemorating the space. So if you want to go to where it is. Is it an actual parking lot? 
No, it's a, a shopping a building, center. There's yeah. something. I'm sure it's a, one of those strippy type malls yeah. because you can go online and see lots of pictures. It wasn't an open space where the Star Club stood. Okay. It was there's a building there. in there's much like a, places. There's a nail salon there you got or it. something. And somebody wrote, here's a piece of irony, and I don't know it's very ironic, but I want to throw it in. A 90s band named Star Club, named after the club, mm-hmm. blatantly, had a drummer named Alan White who joined another band named Oasis, who did just about everything they did playing off the Beatles. Well, right. I always say that Oasis is a glorified Beatles cover band. It's uh, it's pretty much all it is. So I don't know that that's very ironic, but there it's you are. It's a nice little piece sure. of information. So sure. there you go. That's the story of the Star Club, how the Beatles got there, and the little bit of fame that it had afterwards. It all dies out in 1969. So now well, you that's just a sad ending. Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, we talked about Gene Vincent. I'd kind of like to play him. Sure and thing. Let's do it. With that. I'm Joe Burns. I'm Beth Lass. See you next week. Class is dismissed. Well, I'm a little high, 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 I'